the guru is live good morning well technical difficulties always seem to happen in the morning right at the moment of going live so anyway here we go we have a great topic today the topic is love letters how can you not like the topic of love letters now for those that are already confused about love letters what do we really mean by love letters? Because we're not talking about the love letters that you're you're writing to the love of your life. Those wonderful poetic terms, those wonderful poetic phrases that you send over to the one that you are in absolute love with. We're talking about love letters when you're buying a house. And love letters when you're buying a house, these happen all the time. The topic of love letters is fantastic. They've been around for decades, probably as long as real estate has been around. People have been writing letters to demonstrate their love to the seller of how they will treat and how they will love the house that they're getting ready to buy. You would think that something like this is absolutely qualified is absolutely in order and why wouldn't we be doing it so before we get into that i want to talk about liking the page hit that like button make a comment what do you think about love letters give me a comment about love letters do you do you think that they have worked well in the past do you think that this is something that we should still be allowed to do? By the way, just so I can get it out there, we can't do them anymore. But we'll, we'll get further into that. <laughs> oh, let's sip some coffee this morning. We're having all kinds of tech, tech difficulties this morning. But I hope your morning is going smooth as so. Okay, I've got my coffee this morning. We're settling in. And let's talk about why were love letters ever written on a house because you know you have this family and they want this house they've made an offer so why were they ever written well it's quite simple but let's dig into it a little they were written because the family buying the house was in a competitive offer situation. You know, if you're in a single offer, and you know it, a single offer to a seller, you're the only one around, you wouldn't do it. There would be no need in doing it. You would simply make your offer and wait for it to come about. But that's not why they're written. They're written during competitive market times to demonstrate to the seller your family love and your and how you plan to treat their loved home that they have been in for years. And this is supposed to really tur turn the table and impact the seller emotionally. So why did they work? So we know now why they were written. They're written during competitive times. But why do they work? Now, we have to think now about love letters to the love of your life. So let's, let's go and put all that together. So you're writing this, this letter to the love of your life. 
Maybe she's soon to be or he's soon to be your fiance. You've been dating for a while and you're writing these little love notes back and forth. You are trying to elicit from them an emotional response that makes them long for you, that makes them want you to be there. Okay, now that same kind of thing, that same kind of concept is in love letters about houses to the seller. They work for a very simple reason because they elicit an emotional response. They elicit an emotional response from the seller, which is the goal, is to get them on board. I would love to see from you in your comments about this, that, you know, how have they worked for you? How do you, how in the past, in the past, have you treated love letters? This is such a great topic. Now, by the way, I haven't even went over this this morning, but Oregon, as of January 1, has gotten rid of love letters. They are out the door. Well, about half the states have ruled against these things. But no matter about the other states, Oregon has ruled against love letters. The National Association of Realtors wants them gone nationally. So why are they gone? What's going on here? We have people controlling who we're going to love and what we're going to love and what we can write about. What is going on in real estate? Why are they gone? <laughs> Why are they gone? Well, let's uncover the dirt that sits behind love letters. It's all about, come on, you know this. It's really all about the dirt, the little dirty scheme that sits behind love letters. It's not the same kind of scheme, by the way, sitting behind the, the letters that, that go between you and your fiance. It's not that. Those are li likely to be true emotions. The little dirty scheme sitting behind love letters to a house is these aren't to tell the truth documents. There's nobody out there saying, is that document true? Nobody's testing the waters on the truth and, and veracity of this. There is no court of love letter to say, well, is your love letter actually true? No, we don't even know if they're ever true. One would think that sure, people are writing true things. Or that some of these letters, since they're just simply a letter, and there's no document of, of statement of truth going on here. Who knows what they are? They likely include embellishments at least. We'll love the house more than you. Well, you know that, of course, that's an embellishment. You would have no idea that, that that's simply any, to elicit an emotional response. But why are they gone? This, we haven't dealt with that yet. Why are they, why have, why is the NAR, why is the Oregon legislature so emphatic to pass a law that you can't use love letters anymore? Well, it comes down to the dirty little thing. And that is protected classes. Oregon has 29 protected classes. There's a whole bunch of protected classes in Oregon. By the way, every state 
We're not even the height of them. Every state has a ton of protected classes. And let, let's kind of go over generally. What do what does one of these letters actually sound like? So let, let's just get an example in front of us. It, they start off with something like this. To the seller. We my husband, my disabled husband and I loved walking through your home, and our three children have already picked out their bedrooms. We are so excited as a family to be near the schools and our church that we will have such a wonderful life and respect your home, and it gives room enough for my veteran father to live in the extra bedroom. Now, I'm yet four or five sentences in to what would be a standard love letter. And how many protected classes have we hit already? Well, we've hit, you know, marriage. We've hit children, family status, veteran status, disability status, religion, education. We've hit all kinds of protected classes that are out there. It's crazy. And I'm, and I'm just barely cracking the door on what would be a standard love letter. Now, before you get, we're confused here. Is it wrong to talk about protected classes? Not necessarily. It's how you, how you talk about them and what can come later. So then this group, this person who writes the letter after sending this in doesn't get the house. What now? And the letters have all been read. What comes next? That's what you have to be thinking. What comes next if they don't get the home? If they don't get the home, the next thought would likely be, well, we didn't get the home because they didn't like that my father's a veteran. We didn't get the home because we have children. We didn't get the home because we mentioned in the letter that we want to go to the church down the street. And I noticed on Facebook that they don't attend that church. Because we know people are creeping on each other in social media. <laughs> Come on. Could we live in a better day than we, than we do today? The, the, the day we live in is crazy, filled with all kinds of ways of communication and getting together and watching each other through social media. It's wild how much it happens. So this is a reminder. <laughs> I want to be clear about this. Love letters are out the door. We can't use them anymore. But it's imperative to understand what was happening with love letters in the past. Pardon me while I'm still sipping on some coffee. That, so that is the reason that love letters can't be used from the Oregon legislature. Because it calls upon the very nature of the love letter. Brings in and calls upon protected classes. By the nature of what they are, those kind that kind of reasoning is going to be used 
in the love letter itself. It's natural, by the way. You're going to write about your family. It's natural to say in the love letter what, how you are connected to the community. But people are connected differently. And when people are connected differently to the community, should the seller be able to consider your letter and your connections above somebody else's connections? And the answer from the Oregon legislature is no. And the answer from the NER is no. They shouldn't be able to consider that. I would love to hear in the comments what you think about the death of love letters. Is this a good thing for your business? Is this a good thing for sellers? You know, presenting these things to sellers was always extraordinarily difficult. It was just crazy because you, you can have 20 offers in a seller's market. Remember, a seller's market is the kind of market where you have a, a, a ton of buyers and you have very few sellers. So the likelihood of having a bunch of offers on any individual house is highly likely. So how do you get your offer to stand out amongst the multiple offers out there? And you may not even be the highest price. And by the way, often the highest price doesn't win. But why doesn't the highest price win? Aren't people truly at, at, at core greedy? No, not necessarily. Because the home that they're selling is their home. And it represents more than a price tag. And that's where the love letter in the past elicit, was able to elicit the emotional response because it played on the heartstrings of the seller that the home was more, is more than a simple price tag. It's not a simple price tag. It's the home where they likely raised their children. It's the home where memories were built and exist. And now they want to see someone else that can build those memories and maybe, just maybe, have the same or similar connections to the community that they had and now this letter is in representation of those kinds of things. And thus, that is why the letter is a poor representation of buying a home. That's tough. That's, that's how it's being viewed, by the way. And I want to hear from you in your comments. What do you think of this? What can be done now instead of a love letter? How do we sweeten the offer instead of using a love letter? How do we sweeten the offer? Well, it's not going to be done through a love letter. It's simply out. We can't use that product anymore. So we are going to use something else instead of a love letter. We're going to use the offer process. And we can sweeten an offer in lots of ways. We can sweeten an offer by, by shortening timelines. 
Now, what you don't want to do is you don't want to go and hide the love letter principles inside the offer. That would be a violation of the concept of what they're trying to stop. Don't, don't do that. There's so many better ways to sweeten the offer and stay away from the love letter. So we, we know why they were written. We know why they worked. And now we know why they're gone. Those are important things to think about and understand from the past. They were written to elicit a response, an emotional response. That's why they were written. They worked because they did elicit a response. They did make a connection, and they made similar connections in the community to what the seller already had. That's what they're hoping. And they're trying to bind them to the buyer. Why are they gone? Because those kinds of things often bring in the protected classes of organ, and we simply don't allow it. However, I would like to hear from you. How is this impacting your business? Where are you going to go with this? How are you going, if you are primarily a buyer's agent that has used in the past love letters, how are you going to overcome now that we are into the law of you can't use them? We're a month in. It started January 1. You can't use them anymore. Well, with them gone, this changes the landscape. If this was one of the tools that you were using in your pocket. But now what we need to do is put another tool in your pocket that you can use. Instead of protected classes in a love letter, instead of letters being passed back and forth outside of the contract, which by the way, contractually as an attorney, were always a problem. It was always a problem to be passing these things back and forth because you could be including terms that had to be found and put back into the contract. Problematic for sure. No question. But what else can we do? Well, we can deal with timelines. You can have pre-approvals that shorten the timelines and sweeten the offer. You can talk about having inspections but not having repairs. That's very interesting. Always guarding yourself to a fair deal. Don't give away your ability to negotiate the items. Now, I just did a training on negotiation tactics of the items themselves. Never want to give away your position. Great book on negotiation. By Robert Urie, it's U-R-Y, Robert Urie, Getting to Yes and Getting Past No. Two books, one, Getting to Yes, the second one, Getting Past No. Fantastic products on negotiation and how you move people mentally away from just saying no because you dig behind the scenes and you find the motivation, which of course is what the love letters were trying to get around. They were trying to go deeper into an emotional response. 
But what we need to do is not go to that emotional response necessarily. We need to go to the factual response and find out what would make you sell this house. Is it a timeline? Are you trying to get out of here? Do you need time after the sale? Because you can plan for that in the offer. If you if you can ask the other side, does your seller need time in the home? Well, pre-plan for that in the offer process that you're going to give them back some time because some people need to sell first before they're out. Maybe they need the money. You know, most most lending products allow for up to 60 days before possession has to be taken. I know. I, I, <laughs> I get it. The, the buyer always wants in. Has, they're, they're busy telling you, has it closed? Has it closed? Has it closed? Has it recorded? I'm busy for it. I want it, I want it recorded. Because then they want the keys and they want in. But what have you planned as to get we're in a seller's market. This is difficult. What if you planned to give them a little time because they needed it? You may not need to go up in price. You may simply need to be the one planning to give them time. Everybody talks cash is king. But what does cash really mean? It doesn't necessarily mean that it's actual greenbacks actual dollars cash can come in other formats in other types of things i'm getting off topic here from the love letters but it can come in other formats for your negotiation and the love letter was a type of negotiation that was being used and it was used extraordinarily effectively at times I had sellers over the years that absolutely said, well, we don't want to read them. We were obliged to pass them to them. I had agents say that they would not pass them to their sellers. Well, that would be against the law. You have to pass everything that comes in. You have to. So I would pass them over and they say, oh, we're not moved by that. And then the next time you meet with them, well, we read the letter. And the letter was so moving. They're just like our family. When we moved in here 10 years ago, they're just like our family. And yeah, it's less money, but we want to see. This is what happens. So you need to still find ways to connect. But you can't do it through a love letter process. And you cannot tell your buyer to go and connect to them on Facebook. That would be poor negotiation. You would be going around the process. You don't want to have your buyers going around your process. Stay in your lane. You can win at this process. For all of us, love letters are gone. Okay, that's all right. Let's stay in our lane. Let's do what we're supposed to be doing. Let's write solid offers and let's use the tools of the offer process itself to win the offer. You can do this, I believe, strongly in you. This is part of what we coach people to do is to win. If you're not winning, 
We're not doing our job at helping you. You need to be winning the offers. Nobody's going to win all the offers. No, I don't care how good you are. Nobody's going to win them all. That's why love letters were used to try to help to win. But we can't use that anymore. It's simply gone. We have a course called Kickstarter. Kickstarter, here's where you, here's where you find it. You can see it here. Kickstarter might be down below. I, I can't tell where it's at on the screen. <laughs> Kickstarter dot your hyphen real estate guru dot com. Kickstarter dot your hyphen real estate guru dot com. It will take you to the landing page where you can learn about our course and how our course will put your business on fire. You will be gaining leads, turning your leads into clients, and building your business bigger than ever before. And if you are really serious, if you are part of the 1% elite that want to really turn up the notch, turn up the temperature, build your business in a serious way, we have one-on-one -on -one coaching that will help build your business rapidly. It is focused coaching, focused on you. It's not coaching set in, in a massive setting. We have group coaching also, but one-on-one -on -one coaching moves your business the fastest. And we have one-on-one -on -one coaching with professionals, like myself, that have been doing this business for years, been realtor of the year, sold hundreds of homes. And we can help you do the same thing. There is a model to this. There is a method to doing it. This doesn't take magic. It doesn't take pixie dust. But it does take understanding the tools of year 22, taking your skills from yesterday and sharpening them in the year 22 so that your stuff is on fire. Your stuff is the one that is winning. You are able to convert the leads to clients, the clients to a sale. That's what we're about. We're about building your business every single day take a moment follow us on, on social media we're all over social media you'll find us out there follow us on social media we have our our daily live show like like the show it is so meaningful for you to take a moment and like our show i i, I respond to every comment that comes in Send me a comment. What do you think about today's topic? Love letters. You know, we know we know love letters are gone, but what how is it impacting your business and how can we help you overcome this impact? Because I want your business to be impactful like it was before. If you relied upon that skill, let's put a new tool on your tool belt. Like the show, subscribe. Take a moment, hit the subscribe button in YouTube. By hitting the subscribe button, you are opening up the Guru Members Only events to you. You also will get the early announcements 
of new, of new products and new shows to come. Hit the subscribe button and you're going to get all of that coming to you timely. And let me give you a sneak peek here. Starting next week, we are going into a guru members only for the subscribers where we are taking apart your weekly business plan that will put money in your pocket. You will not want to miss it. This is your real estate guru, and this has been Real Estate Daily, and I'll be talking to you tomorrow.